Welcome to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast, hosted by Chris Aird, business owner and CEO of With Purpose, bringing you leadership, growth ideas, mindset transformation, and strategic information for the entrepreneurs, business owners, and community leaders. You will be encouraged, educated, and empowered to develop your people, implement your processes, and increase your income. Now get ready to listen to the newest episode of the Epic Podcast. Welcome to Epic, another episode of our podcast brought to you by With Purpose. Epic stands for Elite Professionals in Coaching. Um, I'm the host, as well as my co-host, Taylor Chesney. And today we have a special, special treat for you because we have a guest, uh, podcastee, I guess, if you will, a guest uh, visitor on our podcast and um, he is about your business and so everybody uh, welcome with me Justin Blake. Justin how are you sir? I'm doing well thank you for the uh, invitation. Well you're most welcome and what you do is what every business needs. I'm a fan I'm a buyer and uh, we're going to kind of get into this Um, But Justin, why don't you kick us off by telling us a little bit about who you are as as a person and then kind of as a business owner? Okay. I um, I have had an an adventurous life. I got to live on a a sailboat for two and a half years and um, moved all over, traveled all over the United States and I've done a whole bunch of things. One of my, one of the loves of my life is to be a coach. I coach volleyball and have, have for about 25, 27 years. Uh, just really, really enjoy it. And it, it, um, that dynamic of what I do comes into play whenever I have teams like my, the team that I do within my business. Um, I've, I've found that the thing that from allow me class to management skills and some of the other things that we do in terms of the marketing for, for clients. Um, it, it's in an adventure. I mean, it really is. And that's, that's probably that's why I put that. I just enjoy what we do because um, if we're doing marketing properly, the person that is cleaning the floors has a job. It's not so much the owner, but now all of their support staff have jobs because we're doing our job. And for me, that is the the highest um, level of of enticement or whatever to to you know to get going and do our jobs as best as we can. Very cool. Uh, real quick, and then Taylor and I are going to tie in a tag team this. Justin, um, you're a business owner, and you are basically an entrepreneur as well. You've got various businesses that you're in. When you were growing up, was this something that you wanted to do, or did it kind of fall into your lap? A little bit of both. I mean, the, the truth of the matter is I have always been a little um, abrasive to somebody sitting on top of me in terms of telling me what to do and micromanaging. I've never done that well. And so I always knew I wanted to own my own business. And what ended up happening was a, the company that I was working for was getting rid of their service department. And they came to me and said, Hey, you can either start a company or go find a new job. Oh, wow. Give you all of our clients or we'll give you all (laughs) of our contracts. If you start your own company right now. And so that's basically what ended up happening. I, uh, you know, January 1st of 2000, I started my first company and that has been the, you know, the impetus to move forward and, and kind of do these things that I'm doing. And that business would during the summer in Phoenix drop down about 60% in income 
So I started to try and figure out what I could do to fill in the difference there. And then I fell into marketing because I'm like, all right, I could do this and it'll fill up, fill up some of the differences. Uh, and then it just went from there. I, I love that. Um, and you just took kind of the bull by the horns, if you will, and you made it your own. And um, I think, I think before you had shared with us that you're, you've run two, three, four companies now. Uh, it's, it's four companies right now. I'm getting rid of one and I'm working on looking to, so one of the things I've always wanted to do is to own the company that I'm doing my marketing for. So we had another client that I did a lot of work for, and we effectively made them millionaires, which I really appreciate. I was really happy for them. I'm very, very proud of that, that fact, but now they're working on their exit strategy. So I'm going to lose them as a client and, you know, I have to go back and look for a client. So my, my thought was, why not go out, find a company that is self, self-sufficient, but maybe needs help with the marketing buy the company and then change that marketing around and then go from there. I like it. So talk to us. Uh, what I know you're famous for is SMMI. And what does that stand for? How did that come about? And what do you do with it? Okay. So SMMI is my newest acquisition and it's a social media company. So SMM stands for social media marketing. International is the, you know, that's the, the color, I guess. And um, I bought that company with the idea of utilizing it to funnel clients into my other company for optimization and some of the other things that we do really well there. And then moving those on, uh, what ended up happening is SMMI became a foundation company. So now I'm in the middle of integrating my, all of the clients that I have in my holding company and all of the processes and reporting and everything else into SMMI. Uh, and that has been um, that has been a challenge, so. Okay, all right. Taylor, why don't you, um, what kind of questions do you have for Justin? Yeah, so I, um, up until a couple of years ago, I, I was not familiar with SEO at all. Um, so what would, you know, how would the average business owner be able to differentiate between SEO and just kind of traditional marketing? Um, how, how do people know what, what is best for them when it comes to SEO in the world of marketing? So the, the, the problem in this world is it's not, A, it's not, not regulated much, and B, there's a whole lot of people that are falling into it and saying, we can do this. We'll give you an ROI of whatever, some crazy, crazy numbers. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, and being able to tell the difference is what is it that you do and then are they telling you, you know, are they telling you actual things that are happening or are they just saying this could happen? Are they showing you what's being, what's being completed? You know, is it, is there a, uh, is there a, a framework? And, and some of those questions that are asked in there, that's how you start to, to determine. The truth of the matter is Google is not going to just turn around and say, yep, these guys know what they're doing, just going to automatically give them what you have to do is figure out what Google wants, give Google what it wants, and then allow Google to see that and find it because Google is not omnipresent. So what has to happen is every time something gets created, every time something gets, gets, gets built or whatever that is, or connected, you want to be able to invite lightly Google to come take a look at it. And so that's actually because of some of the limitations that Google has, they, it's, they are changing the way that do things way just link based um, 
situation and go out and build, you know, millions of links tomorrow. And now it used to be that would work, but now that would, could get you penalized and you could get your website into trouble. Uh, there are a lot of things you want to go as fast as you can without raising those red flags. And so we have about a year and a half ago, we decided to go into something called it more of an entity-based uh, optimization. And that effectively creates this bucket and that bucket you put all of those pieces into uh, that are that. Now this bucket becomes an authority. Once you get your authority up high, now it becomes something that Google sees more and more of. Okay, complete sense. So, so I, if I'm a small business and I am looking at investing in my marketing, how do I know whether to um, invest in social media or invest in mm -hmm. SEO or Google My Business? Um, how do I know which, which is best for me? Good question. That's a really good question. Um, it's actually how long is a piece of string is the answer. And, and I say that a little tongue in cheek, but the truth of the uh, used to be that social media could drive tons and tons of buyer traffic. And what we have found is that has been declining pretty, pretty consistently. However, one of the good things about social media is it allows you to stay top of mind. And there's a top of mind awareness. If somebody needs something, that's why billboards still work, even though it's, it's unbelievably untargeted. However, somebody driving by, oh, you know, that plumber, you know, that plumber, I just saw that sign. So that's top of mind awareness. That's what social media is, except with social media, we're able to target much more specifically people that are looking for that product or service. And, and I'm, I'm thinking Facebook right now, but the, you know, the truth of the matter, Facebook has made some, some changes in recent months that it's, it's a little nerve wracking um, in how they're doing things. And so you got to be, you just have to be really careful. So that's the social media side. Optimization side or SEO is when we actually take the bite and queue either in your map section or in the organic section. And what we have found is that paid traffic, which is the next thing we're going to talk about, paid traffic is great in the beginning, mm -hmm. but it's like the crack of the internet. If, if you are stop paying, all of a sudden, all of that traffic goes away. Mm -hmm. And so have you really built anything? And so what happens is, is when you use, oh, you're building up a website and you're creating a framework that can bring its own leads in. And mm -hmm. as your budget is sitting here in the beginning, if your SEO leads are coming up and up, now you can start dropping your budget down here. Mm -hmm. It's just, it's just a way to, um, to mitigate the, you know, the, the pitfalls of, of traffic and, and it's out there. There's tons and tons of traffic out there. You just have to get in front of it. And that's what we do. We try and give Google what they want. So you're in front of the people they are trying to search for you. You know, to our listeners, uh, we're talking with Justin Blake, um, CEO, owner of SMMI or SMM International. And um, one of the things in talking with Justin for well over a year, and I've known Justin for a few years, is it, it's kind of like SEO is the yellow pages. If any of us remember the yellow pages, um, you can scroll through page by page and go. And if you're looking for something specific, you can go to that in the yellow pages. The SEO portion of it, from what I understand, Justin, and correct me if I'm wrong, is basically the yellow pages online, right? Uh, effectively, but it's it's. Um... It's, it's a little different. So if you open up the yellow pages, you've got all these clients or all these people in there that do the work. What mm -hmm. we do is we, we take somebody and make them an authority. So anytime that you go and search, 
in the yellow pages, your company shows up on that first page. So you have to go searching through the rest of it. And so it's a little bit more than just what the yellow pages were, but effectively that is, that is correct. But what we do is instead of being buried somewhere in that big book, we just take that and put you on the first page. So it's very easy for the people who are looking for your product or service to find you. So Justin, um, in alignment with some of the great questions that Taylor's already asked, he's beat me to the punch, which is great. Um, so do you believe uh, that every business should do some sort of Google My Business or GMB or SEO? And if so, what is the step? Like, does a small company start off with GMB? Do they start off with SEO? Kind of educate uh, not only Taylor and I, but our listeners, as well as what they could be looking for if they were interested in your services. Okay. So I personally believe that if you have a local business in any city, you should be uh, optimizing for your GMB, which is just the map section. That's all that that means. And we've all seen that on the search. You know, you've got your ads up at the top and then their map section. Right now, the amount of traffic that's coming and utilizing that map section is just gigantic. So if you're not showing up there, that's something that has to be has to be addressed. Um, and then that is probably the biggest thing everybody needs. Couple that with a top of mind service like social media, you know, so now you have ads, you know, everybody's seen the ads. If you know, I mean, Taylor, when you go buy shoes at wherever, you get those little ads that follow, follow you everywhere. That's called remarketing. And that's, you know, that's part of, that's part of it. You know, remarketing is part of the whole, the holistic approach at what's going on. You know, the problem with, you know, is that it takes time to get there. You know, and depending on the niche, it could be a lot longer than, you know, it, it could be a lot longer than even I have expected. And it's not, there's not anything that we can do to speed up except wait for Google to catch up and just continue to apply more and more. So, because of that delay, now social media and paid traffic come in because that can get traffic moving or something that you get people come to find your business while these other things are being built up. Okay. So you, you talk a little bit about um, G, so Google My Business. Um, and you said that if you were a local, a local business, that should kind of be at least a starting point for you. If you're an online business, um, would you then recommend SEO or search engine optimization? Um, or is there a difference if, if they're an online store? Well, a lot of times when you say online, it's a um, it's like an e-commerce type site. Is that what you're referring to? You know, in, in that case, you have to be really careful. E-commerce, um, like you, you, the descriptions are small. So you have to be really careful how you're writing all those descriptions out but you want to be optimized for your products. You know, if somebody's looking for a specific product, like whatever that is, and they actually have the name of that and they type that name in, you want to be showing up for that. So that's where SEO actually comes in optimization, yeah. but the social media and the traffic and all of these dovetail together to create a full on, uh, on our campaign. Yeah, no, that makes sense, that makes sense. So then I, I feel like, you know, even, even to this conversation, we, we've used different abbreviations, GMB for Google My Business, S for Search Engine Optimization. And I imagine a lot of this kind of just goes over the average business owner's head. So it, it seems like a lot of your job isn't necessarily doing work, but also educating 
your clients or potential clients. So what yeah. is, oh, go for it. Go for it. That, that's absolutely the truth. And so what I have, um, it, it's funny, my position now is to basically be a li- liaison between my technicians and mm-hmm. the client. And so I end up doing a jig, you know, because, you know, trying to entertain them and make sure they understand, that, hey, these are things, things are being done. Yeah. But then we wait for Google. And when Google makes a move or tells us what they like, then we make more changes. And so what I end up doing is my technicians now do a lot of that work Mm -hmm. and I just end up being a liaison. And then every now and then I have to bring a technician in to speak with a actual client because they want to, they actually want to see or speak with the person that's doing, doing the work. And, and we do that to, to a point, but it's not, that's not the way that we like to go, like to do things. It's just generally those guys are technicians because they don't speak well to people. And the, the, the less I can, I can keep that conversation from happening, the better things go. I mean, they could talk to me cause I have a good foundation and I can filter that and then pass on that information. You know, one of the biggest challenges that we have had is, is that communication right there. And it's just, it's an ongoing thing that we are working to get better at and better at every day. Yeah, you know, Justin, you, you bring up this idea, you're a business owner, but you're also a leader and you, you know, your technicians and you've even kind of dabbled in the realm of communication and bring that up on this podcast as a business owner, because you are the liaison between your technicians and the clients, as well as a community and being the business owner, you're responsible for all of this. What, do, how important do you see communication between you and your technicians and the technicians and, and yourself and maybe the client? And then number two, in, in, a, in, a, in congruence with that um, level of communication, that standard, how do you, how do you manage those expectations? That's a really, really good question. Um, and it actually changes depending on the client that we have. Now, what we can do is augment our, you know, our reporting, like show operating procedures. Here's where this was just completed. This was just completed. And we're working to get that, uh, get a actual system that we can hand the client and say, here's where we are. Here's what's happening. And then they, they have a physical, tangible document. They can see, you know, when stuff is being updated or being completed. And so that is what we're trying to do. Um, it, it's it's one of those things that that I feel is one of the most important parts, you know, not just in my communication with the vendors, which we, you know, I've had, you know, there's always times where you have challenges in, in those in those arenas. And so what we do is we try and get that fixed. And then once that fixed, now I at least have something to something tangible I can then hand to clients and then work on that communication. The, the problem is it starts at the technicians. And most of the technicians that are out there are not, um, oh, they're not safe for public world, I guess, or public consumption, so to speak. They, they talk on a different level. And the, the um, I mean, I have a couple that give me a headache and I'm, I'm, I enjoy it. So that's really kind of where I'm at. So like bring them on, right? Oh, so just craziness. When we think about managing expectations though, and I like how you said, I actually love and appreciate how you said it's based upon the client, right? Everyone's, every client or every prospective client that or person has a different level of expectation. So I, I would assume that you as the educator needs to kind of put it in place as you're mentioning. Is that right? Like these that are the right. steps. This is what you're, okay, good, good. 
Anything else to add to that? No, I mean, it's a, it's, it's an ongoing process for us. And, and, you know, all we're trying to do is just be better tomorrow, you know, be better, be better today than yesterday and, and be better tomorrow than we were today. And that's really, that's really all you can do. If you start getting caught up and I have to have this and I have to have that. And I mean, there's just too much going on to get distracted by stuff that doesn't really make that much of a difference. Um, but what does make a difference is that you have a good, solid foundation, your relationship. Um, I've always been a big believer in relationship um, uh, networking and those sort of things, because I think that establishing those relationships makes a huge difference. And that's something that uh, you can speak with somebody on a different level. And it, it, you know, it's much easier to communicate that way. Yeah, perfect. I'm going to ask you one more quick question, and then I'll let Taylor ask a, a follow-up question. Is there, is there any? I'm assuming, and I but I know what happens when we assume. But I'm assuming that you can literally do Google My Business or SEO or some type of social media marketing for any type of business in any industry. Is that correct? That's correct. Okay, so you can do that. Are there any ones that you can think of right now? that might take a little bit longer? And then how, if that's the case, based upon your experience and your expertise, how do you manage those expectations with the client? So the biggest way to find a difficult niche is to see where there are a bunch of other SEOs working, right? Here in Phoenix, where I'm at, um, a lot of SEOs live here in town. So it's very difficult to rank or to be competitive here in Phoenix. Um, and I'm, you know, real proud of my, my Phoenix website because we're kicking butt over there. But that is something that you have to pay attention to. And so trying to get all of those pieces, moving pieces together can be um, challenging for sure. And um, that's, yeah, that's what I know. Okay, all right. Any other questions from you, Taylor? Yeah, I just, just want to circle back a little bit. So you, you acknowledge you, a lot of your job is educating. So while acknowledging your front now, kind of what Chris was saying, and there being more difficult niches than others, what do you, what would be a good starting point for our listeners to hear? What's something that they could know to help them better understand what you do and how they should approach their, their marketing? Um, well, going back to the difficult niches, I, it, anything mainstream, that's the ones that you want to not be a part of. So, you know, personal, in, a, a personal injury attorneys, you know, uh, business consultants, uh, financial managers, you know, any, any insurance type stuff, because it's not just in all of those situations, you're not just competing with other SEOs. You're also competing with like in terms of real estate, you're competing with Zillow and you're competing with realestate.com. You're competing with, you know, all of these guys along those lines, they're spending tons and tons of money. Yes, they can be beat because we can out optimize them. But once you have so many bullets to fire and we only have so many, you know, that's a really difficult war to, um, uh, to, yes. to, uh, to win. Yeah. So that's a great that's, analogy. That's, that's really kind of the way that works. And so for me, anytime that we have a client that comes to us, that's in a mainstream niche, we just say, look, this is going to be difficult. It's going to take a while. That's, you know, and that's why I can tell you. So what I suggest is we do social media marketing so that we can at least, you know, get some top of mind awareness out there. 
maybe some PPC or some, some paid social or something along those lines, try and get some traffic in, you know, it's just a, it's a holistic approach is, is really what we're trying to do. Um, and, you know, and, and then it, it comes down to, you know, our world is changing right now. I mean, it's, it's, um, there's some concerns and local businesses are concerned and, and they probably should be doubling down on their marketing right now, but that is not, um, you know, that's not the way things work. What the things kind of, kind of pull in a little bit and try to be safe. And the problem with that is your competitor is not going to be, and they will pass you by. And then it's really difficult to catch up to them. You know, to that point real quick, and I'll, I'll kind of wrap this up, um, is to that point that Justin just said, first of all, great analogy with the bullets and uh, you're not going to outgun yourself, right? Um, yeah, it's, it's the truth, though. That's yep. absolutely the truth. And, and I just listened to somebody the other day um, that is just kind of a business guru. And he was saying that during times of recession, this is not the time to save. And that is, and what you're saying, Justin, is that's the natural reaction is, oh, I've got to hold on to everything I've got. Um, it, you're not going to save your way through an inflation or recession or anything like that. And what his words were is you have to grow through that. And so it, it is about being strategic, though, about placing your money where you think there's going to be the greater ROI, right? Um, and so I think it's never one thing. And maybe you'll agree with me, Justin, maybe you'll disagree and let, we can have that quick conversation. But in agreement, you talked about relationship building, relationship networking. And so SEO is a tool, not the tool. So when, you put, when you put your toolbox open, you have SEO, you have Google My Business, you have, you know, pay-per-click, that's the PPC side, but we can't forget about the relationship networking. You, you good with all of that? Yep. Okay. Okay. Justin, um, how do people get a hold of you? What, what would be a good number for you? Email address, website, even maybe even social media that we can get uh, our listeners directed to. Okay. So uh, again, SMMI, we just purchased. So we're in the process of redoing that website, but the best way to go is probably go to go to that uh, website uh, and to look at, see what services that we offer. If you have any questions or get something, get a, get, get on my calendar. The way that we do things is we sit down and we do a discovery call first and we go through your website and we go through what your competitors are doing. We show you exactly what's happening and what you're, what you're even uh, ranking for and, you know, what other keywords that are out there are not ranking, you know, so that you can check on that traffic. Um, that's probably the best way. Justin at smminternational.com is the best email to reach me at. Uh, my team works out of team at SMM International, so you can always, always send one there. And then whoever is, is that's the fastest way, because what I found is my team, I'm out on a sales call or I'm somewhere else and they just monitor that, monitor that all the time. It's a, it's a much better way to get a hold of us. And then um, my cell phone, probably 602-339-9052. Uh, you can reach me directly on my cell phone there. And that's, yeah, that's kind of how you get a hold of me. And then real quick, what was that website URL? SMMinternational.com. Perfect. Great, great. Great follow-up, Taylor. Thank you so much, Taylor, for co-hosting this with me. Justin, thank you so much, sir. Sure, uh, thank it's you. Pleasure, it's a pleasure to know you as a business owner, as a friend. 
Um, and uh, I'll, I'll just give the world a little shout out about SMM International. Uh, they've been helping us in our business. And um, the very first thing that Justin and his team found out was that, um, and I'm not quite sure how to do it, but where we're located, it was completely off the map. It was our, our stuff was being redirected. And, and literally in a few short weeks, uh, Justin had, had taken that and moved it into its rightful uh, area. So thank you, Justin, for what you've done for us and what you're continuing to do for us. Um, and to our listeners, listen, you guys have got to reach out to this guy. He's knowledgeable. He's friendly, trustworthy. He's an expert, subject matter expert for that matter. Um, and so feel free to give him a, you know, a call or, or an email. Justin, thank you so much for being on the Epic Podcast. Any other follow-up words? Me. You're welcome. Um, any words of advice or courage for you today? Um, any words of advice or encouragement? Yes, sir. I know I put you on the spot. You, wow. Um, <laughs> you know what? I mean, things are going to be moving around all over the place. You just got to stay focused on what you're doing one step at a time. And, you know, positive every day, 3%. If you can just do 3% better, 3% better, 3% better, you know, that does add up on t- in time and just keep grinding away. Love it. Love it. Thanks, Justin. Appreciate you, sir. Thank you, Taylor. Appreciate you, sir. Um, This has been another recording of the Epic Podcast brought to you by With Purpose. Have a great day. And as we like to say, live with purpose. Thank you for listening to the Elite Professionals in Coaching Podcast. If you want to stay in the forefront with business strategies and ideas, leadership conversations, tips and empowerment, be sure to like and subscribe to this podcast and then share with your friends and fellow business owners. For more information about With Purpose and their services, visit www.withpurposellc.com.